0: episode number 19 of the Runners of Hugh podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Ode. Today's guest is Ryan Terry. A multiple-time Houston Marathon ambassador and a member of multiple running clubs, Ryan is one of the most social runners you'll meet here in Houston. Relatively new to running, he grew up playing football and eating whatever he wanted. Well, once he stopped playing football, he kept eating all the things. So he started running as a way to lose weight. We talk about what it was like to run his first ever race, the 2015 Houston Marathon. Yep, his first race ever was a marathon. Not just his first marathon, his first race. Um, then we go into what his experience was like when he won a trip to the 2019 Athens Marathon through the exchange program that Houston does with Athens. And what it was like for him during the pandemic when everything shut down and he lost his in-person connection to the running community. Before we get into all that, I would love to know if there's someone that y'all want to hear on the show. If there is, shoot me an email at runnersofhue at gmail.com with your request. Also, make sure you're following along with the show. Uh, We're on Instagram at runnersofhue. My personal Instagram is vickyote. We just started a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And I announced on Wednesday that I'm going to have my first meetup on Wednesday, June 2nd, which happens to be Global Running Day. Uh, We'll go for a run at Memorial Park, meet at the Eastern Glades part, uh, and then go have a drink and some snacks over at the Canyon Creek uh, Bar and Restaurant right around the corner. And I'm starting a newsletter. So all the things. I will have notes to everything, where you can find all the information, in the show notes. And now. Let's hear from Ryan. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. All right, Ryan, thank you so much for being here with me today. Why don't we jump right in? Please tell everyone who you are, what you do, and where in the Houston area you live.
1: All right. Uh, well, my name is Ryan Terry, a uh, native Houstonian. I stay and like Southwest Houston, um, uh, during the pandemic, I was a victim of layoffs. I was in oil and gas, and I know this sounds primitive. I haven't even like really just like said it out loud. Uh, but I, I started selling firewood cause I was going back and forth to my, my family's farm cause it's isolated and it's away from people. And, uh, it's something that me and my father always did during Christmas time, just for like extra money. Mm-hmm. And I ended up grabbing some barbecue customers in the midst of the, the freeze we had and a light bulb went off and that's, that's what I've been doing ever since. So,
0: yeah. I was going to ask you, one of my questions was what you're always doing out there in the middle of nowhere. I guess that kind of answers that question.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing.
0: So, how did you first get into running? Because you you haven't always been a runner. You've got into it a little bit later in life, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I like I said, native of Houston. I played high school football here. I went and played uh, football in, in college. And if if you know most football players, like uh, running is a chore. It is nothing for pleasure. We always looked at it as punishment. And I guess I kind of started running for vanity because, uh, one of my best friends used to play for the Cowboys and we used to always go to, uh, we would always go to Vegas for Memorial day. And like, I wanted to, I wanted to be, have the abs and all that stuff by the pool and like my eating habits were horrible. I still went to the gym and stuff like that. I still work. I still like was active in the midst of all that, but I wanted to start, uh, I wanted to start running and losing, like losing some weight. So I just started running. Like literally, I'm at uh at one of the first places I started running was like Herman Park, and uh and I guess kind of from there, like my uh recreational running career. That's kind of like where it started. So yeah.
0: Well, and now I first met you back when Luke's Locker was still open, and we yeah. did the the Tuesday social runs, the local port runs.
1: Yeah, yeah 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 and
0: sometimes we would do the cloverleaf and all that and i i remember the first time you came to one of the runs i was like he looks like a football player is he yeah. really a runner and i think we were at the cloverleaf that first time and you were running with sam and maximo at the like seven minute miles and i was like oh
1: yeah i yeah i always feel like uh that's why i gotta give extra effort especially like i know trying to impress people that you've never ran with before so
0: like well, you yeah, definitely I was, did <laughs> yeah uh, it's
1: extra effort you know
0: so what made you go from you know starting running to want to lose weight to signing up for your first marathon
1: uh like like one random saturday me and a friend we were running and I ran, like, i never forget this. I ran seven miles, like, nonstop. And I remember, like, I was at my car waiting for her. And I was, I remember, I guess that was the first time I experienced runner's high. And she, she was, like, gassed when she finally made it back to, to our cars. And she was, like, I don't know what, where you got that energy from or how you do that. And so uh, I, a light bulb went off, and I was just, like, I'll sign up for a half marathon. And I had just been saying out loud. I had never, I didn't even attempt to sign up. So like, I think it might've been my going into like the, my 27th birthday, like the Friday before me and all my, my friends when I signed up for the Houston marathon for the 2015 Chevron lottery. And like, it was a lot, it was a lottery. So like, I didn't really think I was going to get picked. And I remember like after a weekend of like hardcore partying, I remember Monday waking up and I had my phone under my pillow and the email made a little ding. And I remember that was the first email I got. It was like, congratulations. You've been picked to, uh, to run the, the Houston, the Houston marathon. And I was like, Oh, I need to like start training, like for real. So,
0: so you yeah. didn't, well, number one, you, you made my life a little harder because your athletics is set to private.
1: Oh uh, my what!
0: Athlinks, where all I where I can find all your race results.
1: Oh yeah, I need I need to change it. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: No, not a big deal. But like, yeah. so I was trying to find the first race, and so you really did run a marathon before you did almost five, anything else, right? Before even a five
1: like k. A five k. I've never done it. Yeah. Let me see. I think maybe I did. I think I probably did like breast cancer awareness, probably prior to that, or maybe after. But I, I I don't, not in my recollection. I was, I think that was my full first full fledged like race. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. It it it, it
1: was it was brutal because I didn't know anything about supplements. I thought all you could survive on a marathon is is water and Gatorade. I was I was sadly mistaken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So. What, well, besides not really knowing what to do for nutrition, like, do you remember that first race and what it was like from beginning to end for you?
1: Uh, The beginning was like running through a field of daisies. And I, I remember coming down, Uh, I guess it's the turn, like we're, we're coming through like kind of by Rice University, I think it's like sunset or something like that. And I just remember I, that was like the point my body started breaking down and Like I, it was nothing, it was nothing I could do. And I just remember making it, finally make it to Allen Parkway. And like, I, I said, I, I kept piping myself out. Like no lie. Like I wanted to, I wanted to just like quit. Like my body, I couldn't fight the cramps or anything. Like everything was cramping up. But I remember this guy, it was this older gentleman. He gave me a gel. He's like, man, we're almost there. And, uh, I made and I I crossed the finish line. I remember that following Monday, like, I always take off, like, uh, work the Friday before the marathon and the Monday after. And that was my first one because I just didn't know what to expect. And I'm glad I did because I couldn't walk. I could not walk. I, like, I couldn't walk. It was a task just to go to the restroom. But I knew, I knew, like, I wanted to, I wanted to conquer a marathon again. I knew my first time was a a 512. And I remember the next marathon I I ran was the following December. I ran in, uh, I ran a Dallas marathon and I ran a 351. And like, I I had, I studied a little bit about supplements and, and nutrition and, and that, that really, that really helped. So
0: yeah. Well, so, okay, Dallas was not on my list. I missed that one. But so you ran Dallas then, and then you came back and you ran Chevron again?
1: Yeah, I ran I, I ran Chevron every year since 2015, yeah.
0: So when did you – you run with quite a few running groups. The ones that I'm aware of are the 7 Run 3 Club, Kung yeah. Fu, and now the new Memorial Trail group. Um, when did you – I guess when did you start running with them? And then when did you realize that you needed maybe a more specific plan to train for the marathon?
1: Um, I guess like, I I remember like just sometimes like riding down to, riding by to Memorial park. I remember like going by Kung Fu and seeing how lively it was. I used to go to, when I was, used to running Herman park, I would go to bond on Tuesdays, but it was just, uh, I really didn't know anybody. I I did end up getting like a hundred runs there, and I still go there occasionally. But like, I was just always it was I was always intrigued by Kung Fu. It just seems like passing by on a Wednesday. We all know how Washington is on Friday and Saturday night, but Kung Fu on Wednesday like was just so lively. It was just so many people, and so I was just curious. So I started uh I started kind of venturing out to other run clubs and like i don't know like kung fu was just like where i kind of like staked my flag i felt like it was it was home because it was just a i mean it was a it's just a mixed bag like it's older people uh and then i love the beauty of it because because i'm so involved now is like on a wednesday night well it'll be people that are flying in town for business and they're just looking for a club to run with and like you know, they'll leave and go back to their hometown, wherever it may be. But they'll, if they come back, they always make sure they come back to Kung Fu. So, like, that's just always, like, one of the, like, uh, awesome feelings of being a part of a club. But as far as, like, serious training, I was kind of, like, in a search for a run club. And there, like, on Saturday mornings, like, I used to go to Memorial and run on Saturday mornings, but I really didn't know. About like how big run clubs were, like training clubs were here in Houston, and uh, and so like I used to go to a holler, uh, the race pace runs on Thursday, and uh, it's this is this couple named uh, Eric and Erica, and they reached out to me, and they were like, uh, you should come run with us on Saturdays, and I'm not gonna lie, when they told me Seven One Three, that was that sold me. Like that name, the name itself was so cool. I was like. Yeah, like I, I to come check you guys out, and man, it it, it was awesome, and it's just the same thing. Like, it's just like uh, just they embraced me, like the uh, the the members and everything, and it was it's just a diverse group of people, and it. But they like on Saturdays, like it was just uh, I was just more intimidated because I didn't know if I, I was gonna be like uh, you know, one like on their level or anything like that but it was i mean i i sometimes i push some saturdays i push the pace so it's uh it's 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 really a nice club to be a part of and uh steve wolinsky is over it and he's like i would call him my um our fearless leader like he he's awesome he's awesome about the sack because i know he does a lot of ultras like uh comrade i think he does comrades and he just did one the other weekend but like well, if he's not there, he always makes sure our sags are set up, and we have a route. Well, it's it's always a structured plan that I don't always follow, but I try to make I try to make uh, the the training runs on Saturday because like it's a good chance I'll get to see everybody
0: mm-hmm.
1: everybody there. So yeah.
0: Well, and I saw for kung fu. I think since the pandemic, y'all had been meeting. At the park, but now you're finally going to be back to be meeting at the bar. Yeah. Um, and so, like, how big of a deal for you? How hard, or was it hard for you during the pandemic? You seem like such a social runner when you had to do the majority of your training alone.
1: Man, it it, I, I, it sucked. It was it was horrible. Um, it was. It felt awkward, like, uh, I mean, a lot of times, like, going, like, getting my bags and stuff ready to go, like, my, my shoes and stuff to go run, like, I kind of, sometimes I would feel guilty, like, it, it was really hard, and it, I mean, these are, like, I mean, some of these run clubs, this is, like, almost, you know, like, how people say appointment TV, these are, like, these are weekly rituals for me, like, kung fu on Wednesday that's that's a that is a ritual like i'm i'm gonna be at i will be at kung fu on wednesday like that after work like that is where you can find me and during the pandemic you know just all that went away and i mean there's some people i haven't seen that i'm used to seeing on a weekly basis that i man i'm just i'm just really starting to see again like post pandemic it, it it was really it's really rough um to uh, it was really rough to to train during the pandemic, but you know, like I like I always say, technology and social media and all that stuff. I feel like it's a blessing and a curse. But it was really awesome um, to see other people still, you know, trying to stay active during the pandemic. Whether it, it, it you know they they didn't feel comfortable going outside, they they made something. Where they can be accommodated inside their home, or you know, a lot of people were doing Zoom workouts, and I just, I just think it's awesome that people still try their best to remain active despite the, well, in spite of the uh, circumstances. So it, it was, it was really rough, but I'm just glad. Like, I just missed the social aspect. I know a lot of people are still like, uh, they want to race and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, I know the races and stuff will still be there. But, I, man, I love going to a random park in Houston and seeing a face, like a, a familiar face of a running buddy. Like, yeah, that is the most – one of the most warming feelings about the community here in Houston. And, you know, like, it wasn't a lot of that going on during the pandemic. So that's – that's what uh, – that's kind of, like, what made – that's what made, made it really hard, like, just the – like trying to stay self-motivated through all this, you know?
0: A hundred percent. I was the same. I mean, I'm, I'm nowhere near the social runner you are. And I was so excited last week when I got to go run with a girlfriend, because I just, I still hadn't been running in groups. Uh, but now I personally am fully vaccinated and I'm really excited to, uh,
1: get back out there. yeah, Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, Jumping back to the beginning of your running career, you um so you jumped right in with the marathon. Yeah. And then it looks like you ran your first half that next year in 2016 and you did Houston here in October.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but then most all of the other halves that I could find um were Uh,
1: are mostly Austin.
0: Austin. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love Austin because I like their post race, and the weather's usually nice. Um, but you really like you pr'd in Austin. Tell me how that happened. how <laughs> do you pr when mile twelve is a hill? I, I
1: don't know. Like, uh, I like I absolutely mindedly signed up for Austin that, that the first time. I think I've ran it. I that was my my that was my second time when I saw you there, and then last year like. I guess pre-pandemic, that was my third time. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know. Like I, I Austin has always had like a big place in my heart. I don't know. It's just the atmosphere. I like the outdoors, the food, the nightlife, and I have a lot of friends from high school and friends that used to stay here in Houston that moved there and. I just, I don't know, like, I just get, ex- I just get excited when I go to Austin. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just something about it. It's just the, the, I don't know, like the, the, it's just the culture there. It's, it's, and especially like, you know, I always try to go out and do a shakeout run, like before, before I run the half and man, there's so many people outside running by Lady Bird. Like, like it, it is awesome. Like, I, I just, I love it. So
0: that was when I lived in Austin, I told you, like, we didn't live anywhere near Austin proper. Well, I mean, like, 15, 20-minute drive. I would drive down to the lake three or four times a week to run just to get out.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, like, I, I honestly, like, I drive into town to, like, come run, too. Because, like, I just, even though, yeah, it's, it's busier, but there are a lot of more pedestrian-friendly places, uh-huh. like, specifically designated for full runners and bikers and stuff like that so i just feel safer and i i feel like if it's if it's something i'm passionate about like i don't mind like dropping the extra couple of miles to you know work out in so
0: so in 2017 was the first time you traveled out of state to run a marathon how did you pick columbia gorge
1: oh so like one of my many friends i met running i met i met my friend andrew here um at herman park and uh like we would always because uh he was getting ready to do his uh to do his him and his his now wife like they were getting ready to do their residency and all that stuff and um you know they end up moving to san antonio for a while they stay in connecticut now and we i think was to try to always do but you know everything going on like just time hasn't permitted us but we we always wanted to do a destination marathon together and uh so i don't know he just picked he picked the uh columbia gorge marathon i had never been to i had never been to oregon or pacific northwest and man it was it was the most beautiful scenic marathon i've ever ran in my entire life like it was like when i first landed it was typical pack northwest rainy gloomy weather but i promise you that sunday when we uh when we lined up to the uh to the starting line like the sun literally like the cloud i'm literally told the line the clouds parted and the sun shined like the entire like for the entire day it was it was awesome like the entire experience was awesome um So we we get to see that we ran right like the Columbia Gorge was literally like right on my uh, left hand side while running. There was a train going by. We went through great vineyards. Uh, I mean, I was just in awe. Like I, I think I stopped more than anything to take pictures, like doing that marathon. So it wasn't, I wasn't trying to PR for it at, at all. Like I was just in awe. It was such a beautiful place.
0: Well, so you said, so most of your marathons have been in Houston and there were three, I believe that weren't. So the next time you weren't in Houston, tell me what it was like, first of all, when you found out that you had won that trip to Athens.
1: All right. So that was like a random, that was, I was kind of bummed out because I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, I think the marathon before, I think I, I, I want to say I ran a three forty eight, and I wanted to PR and I think I ended up running like a three fifty four, and I was just kind of bummed. And I remember literally I was right over here in West university. Cause that's where the uh, post marathon party was being hosted. And, um, I like Muffy called me and, and told me like, she asked me how, how I did and how do I feel? And I was like, uh, I was like, I didn't get the time I wanted, and um, she was like, oh, "That's that's oh that's okay." But she was like, "What if I, you know, offered you like a constellation prize for for running the three uh for running?" Um, could you can you see me? Yeah. I had a phone call. Sorry. No worries. Uh, no worries. Yeah, like, and she was like, uh, she explained it to me, and she was like, you know, well people uh people that run us up for our marathon and they get started to a drawing because we have this Athens exchange program and she was like they're wrapping everything up and I, I man like I was and she was like your name got picked and like I could hear Muffy breaking down but I there were tears I, she was exhausted and there were tears of joy and I started crying too because like I mean it was just like I don't know uh Cause running has always been, I've, I've always been kind of, uh, I don't know, not, not has low self-esteem about running, but like, just like running by myself and stuff. Like, cause I always think about people like this big dude is running shirtless all over Houston. What the hell? Like, what is he doing? And so like, I like it just kind of made everything come full circle. And I, I think that was the year, uh, I was an ambassador, that, yeah, I was an ambassador that year and uh so that, yeah, it was the first year I was an ambassador and it was just it just made the like the whole experience, like running like everything come full circle. Cause like to me, like, you know, we're amongst like what I'm you know, I, I'm friends with Starla. Um, she's she's an awesome cook. She she's I go I went to her house for brunch numerous times, and like she's a Olympic trials qualifier, and but she's just an she's an everyday person. Like if you if you need her, like and I, I like I'm just on like I'm honored to be amongst people like that, and you know like it just made you know running like come full circle, like recreational running come full circle, um to 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 for that to happen to me it was it was awesome that was literally because that was my first time traveling abroad like I've never had my my best friend Stephanie she paid for my passport like the year before because they wanted us to go on a trip but of course like I dragged my feet like I always do and so I end up getting a passport and the beauty about about that trip like to Greece was like I had a late I could when I was doing like travel arrangements, I had a layover in London or Germany and my, I know my best friend from college, He's stationed in the air force in London and I called him and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna have a seven hour layover at Heathrow. And he was like, well, if you can come, if you could have could come earlier, I can get you tickets to the Texas game at Wembley stadium. And I was like, I'm gonna call you back. <laughs> so I called the lady, uh, that set up the um, that were doing the whole marathon exchange program. And by the way, I, I think it's Apostolos uh, Greek Tours. They are awesome, awesome people. I give them people a shout out, uh, like for sure. They were they were awesome tour guys, accommodating everything. So back to the story. So um, I needed to I, first of all, like I needed to. Uh, like, I already had my ticket for the game, but, like, I need to find room and board. And London is super expensive. And, like, everywhere it was, like, $2,000. And I didn't want to spend – I wanted to save most of my money for when I went to Greece. And so, like, I – come out with a microscope and a fine-tuned comb. I went through Airbnb and found a – I know it sounds crazy, but a room for uh, $20 a night. And it was, it was in this, like, hipster spotlight called Shortage. And it was literally like walking running distance from everything. And it, it was awesome. So I spent a week in in London. Like it, it was, it was an awesome trip. And then like going over to Greece, like if there were other people from Houston too. There were some people from, I believe, Runners High. And it was a lady from, from the woodlands, because I was wearing my marathon hat. And uh, she ended up being like my next door neighbor, like in the in our hotel. And on the last night she was there, I'll tell you how small the world is, her daughter is married to one, was married to one of my, or just got married to one of my high school classmates that I played football with. Like, it, it was an awesome experience. Um, like, being along the marathon course, like, people yell, go Astros. It was a guy that was, um, uh, he worked for BP in London, uh, but he lived in the, in the woodlands, and he said he was not coming back Anytime soon, but he does come back to run the Houston Marathon from time to time. But yeah, like that, it it, it was awesome it, to 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 do something I'm passionate about and, and travel overseas to do it, it. That was like one of the best experiences of my entire life. So I'll never I'll never forget that, and I'm I forever grateful the Marathon Foundation has a program. I would I would have never even thought thought in a million years of doing something like that. It was it was
0: awesome. It sounds like a lot of fun. I know that. Um, well, number one, it's a good thing that that didn't happen in 2020.
1: I know, right?
0: At time. Um, yeah. But so you mentioned you're you're also a Houston Marathon ambassador, uh, and you've been for at least two years, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't do it last year. I didn't. I didn't do it during 2020. I I kind of wanted to. But I don't know, like, it, I, like just the beginning of the year, like, it was just the, the vibe of the year started off wrong, at least for me. So I, and then, like, also, like, yeah, it was just, just, you just need to, sometimes you just, you just need to, like, chill out sometimes. And it was like, <laughs> that's all we did during 2020 was chill. <laughs> that is it.
0: <laughs> well, so the two years you were an ambassador, what was that experience like for you? Like, what did you do for them? What did you
1: uh well like well so i wanted to be an ambassador i had already ran a marathon and i remember they used to have kickoff parties over at memorial park and that's kind of where i got intrigued about becoming one and like i remember going on a website and i really didn't know any anybody i would never see them at any of like the club runs and so i signed up and um i don't know like Cause I already like posted like my running content, and a lot of people tell me I'm from from everywhere. Like that, you know, they're inspired by me, uh, by me running. And I remember, um, in 2016, I think uh, I don't know if that like I end up uh, meeting like it was some. Uh, they ended up they're married, Tyler uh, Tyler Jarman, and his I can't think of his wife's name. Well, now wife, but like they all went to Iowa State, and I remember. Oh yeah, them, like reaching out to me on Instagram because they were just amazed that I ran a marathon and I was this size and like he ended up coming to Houston and because he was trying to qualify for the trials as well and I don't know it was just the the whole experience of just getting to meet different people and also like one thing that uh that's that was awesome because it kind of gives you like these are just everyday people, but they still make time to live an active lifestyle. And, you know, you know, you get to see people like that are getting ready. They were getting preparing for weddings, have full fledged careers on their own businesses. They have families, but they still make time. They all, or, or even like man, like in the, or have disabilities and they're, they're still active. And it was just it was just awesome to like being an ambassador just to get exposure to all, to all those different aspects of people, you know, living different active lifestyles, whatever their uh, capabilities or inabilities may be like, they were still getting out there, getting it done. And that's just what it just, I don't know. It was just awesome. It's just an awesome program to be a part of. And it also is, it, it promotes the, the Houston marathon and, it's just like the marathon is just special to me because i'm i was born and raised here and i don't know and it's just grown to be like a, a real big part of my my life so yeah
0: so you did your when you ran your first marathon in 2015 you said 512 to when you ran your pr a couple years later in 2018 and you ran a 348 how yeah. different did it feel to run the
1: three forty eight versus the five twelve? Oh man, like like night and day. <laughs> like I could, my body is just. I mean, it's it's grown accustomed to. I still like I still battle cramps, like like when you hit the wall. But nothing as far as recovery time. Nothing the recovery time is way much way, a lot faster because I remember when I first. Ran my first Houston. My, like, a lot of my friend, a lot of my good friends from high school and childhood, like, came and supported me. And they were, like, they wanted to party, like, celebrate. I didn't. I wanted to go to sleep. But, like, now, like, now that I know about supplements and, you know, um, that I'm a part of, like, uh, running clubs, you know, I have better guidance. And I'm better prepared now to, to run a marathon. Just... I'm just like I'm a big runner like I love running races and stuff like that and my biggest goal like my bucket list I I don't want I know everybody's getting ready for Boston and October but I believe and I need to like buckle down on like track workouts and stuff like that but my biggest thing I just like to run so like I can stay in shape and and, you know and it still gives you an outlet to be social and and you know and, and be active at the same time so
0: So I did see over the weekend you did the Saint Emmanuel five k.
1: Yes, yes. My my buddy, my buddy friend Mark, he's king of doing uh doing random running running things at the last minute. Like he he always always does that. (laughs) But I I love it for it because it keeps me on my toes, like for sure. Um, I think it's I think it's awesome. Um you know, like what, what Lululemon is doing, um, what Asher is doing with Lululemon for, uh, I talked to him like last year, like pre pandemic about what uh, everything that he wanted to do. He kind of like laid out like a blueprint of like, you know, creating awareness for, you know, under, uh, underrepresented communities here, here in Houston. And I mean, that, I mean, that's I think it's awesome and I've I've literally watched watched him do just that. Like his footprint is known here in Houston. And I think it's I think it's awesome and me being me being a black man in in uh in Houston and a runner and everything that's that goes on and continues to goes on like it's I know like you would never you personally would never experience what I experienced, you know but it's nice to, to try to under, understand what, you know, what is going on and create awareness of, of these issues. Cause it's a real issue. And I've like, you know, I have friends that don't look like me and, you know, sometimes it's just like the stuff that we go through. Um, I mean, we just have to like deal with it. Like, it's just a part of life. Like, and so I don't think people that, you know, necessary that aren't black or or, my, or consider minorities understand that you know it's it's a it is an issue and it, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be put on the forefront of of uh, that's the only way you know change is going to come about um, is if you know through first of all through discussion and then action you know so I think it's awesome and I was ex- super excited to 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 do that and because it's a lot of. It's a lot of culture here in Houston that people don't don't know about. A lot of hit, rich history, radio stations, um, churches, um, uh, congressmen. Like it's 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 a lot of like um, important important and significant people that have come from this city, and I just like you know I like. Like I want to do I, my biggest thing, especially being philanthropy chair, like with Kung Fu, I want to, you know, create events and organizations where, I mean, it's easy for us to just, um, you know, drop cash app or, or PayPal some money, but I mean, we could give an hour of our time to, to, to help somebody less fortunate and, and, um, and, 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 you know, help, help make up the world a better place, especially like, you know, I always, I always, cause you know, I'm part of FFP fitness fund and philanthropy. And I know like people, you know, get the impression that, you know, we run and then we drink beer afterwards, but there are a lot of, especially with, uh, with things that are going on now, like, i kind of want to make up, create awareness to like, like social issues, like, like poverty and, And, you know, like, cause there, there, there are other issues that go like racism is, is also like, is, is huge, but like other, you have people that go through, you know, that single parent homes, moms, you know, not able to, you know, feed their, their children and stuff like that. So like, I know one thing that we're going to do in the fall with uh, one of the members at Kung Fu, we're going to like go and do a community garden and, uh, you know basically try to and help educate kids on on the importance of nutrition and just the you know leading that leading the active lifestyle and stuff like that so just like little things to just create awareness and just make i mean any even if it's just here in houston like just make make you know this community a better place to live in for for everybody you know
0: you're on the right track you're doing a lot of work with a lot of different people and uh, you're right. Like, I haven't lived those experiences, which is one of the reasons I want to talk with people who have to share your story and their story and, and why it's important and to, to help people to understand that racism and poverty and all those things that nobody wants to talk about, they do exist. And they are here in Houston and whatever we can do to work towards changing that. And making it a better place for everybody, Um, but specifically making it a better place for um, Black people and uh, by POC and and all those people who have been underrepresented for their entire lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, Hard pivot.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where is your favorite place to run in Houston?
1: Hands down, Memorial Park. Memorial Park. I, I, I did a, I did like the local legends uh, feature for Strava this last year during June, and like during the pandemic, I rarely checked my email. And I went to Colorado for my birthday. Just I need. To, I wanted to. I wanted to change the scenery, and it was. Per- it was. I was outdoors. It was perfect. And I drove there, and I remember driving back, and I was me and my friend we went to eat breakfast and before I got back on the road I checked my email and I just thought it was people giving me kudos because I took all these awesome pictures all over Colorado while I was hiking and camping and I just thought it was kudos and then I saw this lady uh, Natalie Bond, and she she said it looked like you you had a blast in Colorado and I was like this is not a kudos so I, you know I read read the uh, the email and they asked about the you know they asked the same question you asked like you know if you want to do a, fe- a local legends feature and your favorite segment to run on Strava, hands down it's it's memorial park um i, I mean i love it there like it, it's 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 great <laughs> it's it's easy The even better parking is better now with uh, all the construction that's going mm-hmm. on and even though you got to pay for it but that's that better not be a light out on memorial trail now that they're paying people are paying for parking not a single light. but anyway like yeah, Memorial Park is is for sure hands down my favorite my favorite spot to run. For sure.
0: There's still a little bit of free parking. Otherwise, I'm doing it wrong, right? Because by the I'm softball,
1: part- no the softball fields I always if I'm if I'm all by myself and I'm not, like pressing for time, I'll park over there by the the softball fields for sure.
0: I park over by the track. There's no meter by the track. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Right. I'm like you're please right. tell me no, I'm not right. gonna come back and my car is towed one day.
1: No, nah, you're right. You're right. No parking lots, right?
0: Yeah. Um, thinking back to all of the runs you've done, whether it was a race or a training run or or anything like that, what is your favorite running experience that you've had?
1: Favorite?
0: Like running your first marathon, running in Athens, like.
1: Yeah. At right now, Athens is out of the park by far the most. I, I, cause even talking about it, like after the fact, I, I still, I still sometimes can't believe I did that. Like I, it, it was just that great of an experience. Like it was, yeah, if every, I can, t- the only, I'm gonna tell you the only bad thing, the only bad experience about Athens, the only bad thing, and this is me being careless, I left my wallet in London. And luckily, luckily, they melted, like they melted back. Like they melted it back to my house. Like everything, everything was intact. My money was intact. It was awesome. That's when I discovered Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> I was Apple Paying it everywhere. But yeah, that was like the that was like the only bad. That was the only bad thing about the whole entire trip. But that was the most. That is my favorite experience. Yeah, by far.
0: That's yeah. crazy. I oh, that gives me heartburn yeah. just thinking about it.
1: Yeah, I was nervous too, but it was like, I was on one of those, like, I didn't, man, I was on a trip over a lifetime. I wasn't going like this, like.
0: Well, and yeah. clearly you don't keep your passport in your wallet then.
1: No, yeah, I had, I had my passport. I, I bought when I, I bought like this package where you had the book and uh-huh. you had the ID card. So the ID card was in my wallet, but my book, I kept my book on my person the whole time. Okay.
0: Just, I'm glad you got everything back. Okay.
1: Yeah, me too
0: do you have any crazy running stories crazy crazy crazy. um
1: crazy
0: like maximo broke his foot on a run or patrick Presgrove broke a blade or um somebody got lost and ended up running for four hours in africa
1: uh, I don't think I have've had any I don't think I've had any um, crazy crazy experiences oh I guess well one time I guess it's kind of yeah this is kind of it's not crazy but it's kind of philanthropic I guess like I was running down mem- uh, memorial one day and it was it was I never forget it was so hot it was hot hot it was it was evening time though but it was typical probably like June, summer, Ace Town, where you can fry egg on a sidewalk hot. So, um, it was this lady, she she had a flat tire, and she just looked in distress, and she had her two sons in the car, and um, she was just super nervous. I remember she had, like, a Volkswagen, and, like, she was trying to take the tire off, and she didn't know where the jack was or anything, so I, like – I told her just because her sons were in the back seat and the flat was in the back. And I just told her to move your sons to the front. Cause I, I, I and I told her my name and everything. I said, man, I'm a, a complete stranger. I know, but I, I want to help you. I see you in distress. Like, so I, I helped her and she tried to give me a hundred dollars, like on the spot. And I was like, no, like, like just cause her spare was, uh, her spare was kind of, kind of low. I just told her to go to the, the shell station, like right down the street. But, I think that was probably by far like the craziest, I guess, crazy experience I've ever, I've ever had, but nothing. I haven't had nothing too, too wild. I haven't got lost.
0: That's good any. though. You know, we, wild is sometimes not the best.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure.
0: Um, What are you most looking forward to in the coming year? As far as running goes.
1: Um, just Everybody like, uh, I guess getting I just just social part of like the social part of running like, um, and just just being able to catch up with people and um, and uh, for sure like I I know if everything just stays stays course like the the fiftieth anniversary for the Houston Marathon is going to be spectacular so I'm 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 for sure looking forward to that and just really just getting back out here and, and, and running with friends and and just just being social again. I know things I know things are gonna be a little like won't be all the way the same but I mean at least getting to see some some more familiar faces rather than seeing them on my on my phone, you know? So
0: same. Uh, if you could run with anyone alive or dead for any distance. Who would it be and how far would you go?
1: Um it's just crazy. Um it's kind of emotional. Like I I would I would run I would want to run with my little brother. My little brother passed away in um in uh two thousand seven. So this this makes the what was it third, yeah, I think this is the thirteenth or yeah, no, fourteenth anniversary of his death in May and so that would be the that would be the person I I would I would run with because um I know people always say like I'm bubbly and social like my brother's the same way and uh and everything that's good everything good that's happened to me I always want to say he he was like he had a part in it like because I like everything that I that that has come that's good. That came from running. Like I, I feel like it's just always. He's always like there over my over my shoulder. Like applauding me because my brother was like my my biggest fan. Like um, you know, it was typical sibling rivalries. You know, we used to fuss, fight, argue, and stuff like that. But when it came down to it, like it was uh, nothing but unconditional love, and um, that would be the one person I would I would love to run. With. Like for sure by like I, I I think about that person every single day of my time that I wake up. But if I could get a chance to run with someone that it would be him for sure. So yeah, you'll
0: just run running as far as you can to spend as, as much far,
1: time. As, as far as just say Ryan I can just hear him say Ryan, I, let's stop. Like <laughs> I, I can just hear him now, yeah. Just as far as he will go and it, and it would and it'll probably turn into a walk. But yeah, that would be that would be the that would be the person for sure.
0: Something I had forgot about that I saw earlier when I was scrolling through your Instagram before we got on. Did you decide to run forty miles in March last year just because? Like, was that right when lockdown happened? You said, no. That
1: was a that was a bike ride. Oh, a bike ride with Michelle Michelle Morton. Okay, yeah, I was of, like, I'm wow. I'm not a biker. <laughs> I don't know I, I think I've touched my bike one time after that like <laughs> She yeah, that was just yeah, that was just uh that was just a bike ride. Oh okay. Oh no, 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 that was no, that was I ran I did that by myself like yeah, that was just like the pandemic like I don't know like I felt like I was running and I just kind of wanted to do something different cuz like I mean like the routine like I I was trying to create some kind of routine and Uh I I rode my bike for 40 miles like aimlessly all over Houston one one random day but nah like yeah nah I definitely nah I haven't haven't ran yet if I do run it'll be a I want to do an ultra one day for sure like run that long of a distance I want to do an ultra like
0: for sure so it seems more like you choose your races um if you're going to do you know a, a travel race with your uh with your friend andrew or obviously the athens trip but otherwise you run mostly in houston do you think you would ever yeah. want to travel to races again or do oh you yeah specific you want to go
1: yeah for sure like uh i know a lot of people are talking about doing cim and stuff like that um i always i've always wanted to travel and do like a and do like another another marathon like um abroad for sure and just like random places around the country like i i met a lot of cool people um on the trip for athens and we still talk like via facebook about um about meeting up and doing like another another uh another race maybe in one of their their cities kind of i met some people that were from detroit and uh a lady that was from like um choose from like a long beach i think long beach california and we still talk frequently on on facebook you know encouraging each other on runs and stuff like that and and talking about hopefully meeting up one day but yeah i i want to travel to do a uh, to do another marathon for sure but i want to do it i want to do it with a a good a, a group a group of people though
0: for sure gotcha um so last question you know, we talked about how you got into running and we've talked about a lot of the running that you've done since you started, uh, roughly six years ago, but what keeps you going? Why do you keep running? Oh, man. Um,
1: guilt. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, man, I, I love, I, I love, I, I love it. I, I, I really truly enjoy love, love running. Like, and I, I, I questioned, I asked myself this question all the time. Like, uh, Saturday I ran third, I think I ran like a hat, like a 13 miles with seven, one, three and no clue that I, I thought, you know, Sunday, cause I work, I work like a, a side job on, on the weekends and it's like Saturday night to Sunday morning. So, um, I, I, like, I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna rest, and, you know, Friend Mark texted me, like, I guess the night before was asking about doing the the St. Emanuel 5K, and I was like, I guess, um, it, it's just my love, like, it's my love for running. Like, I've always, my mom told me when I was getting ready to go to Greece, like, she was like, I'm so, she's like, so, so proud of you. Like, um, uh, 'Cause she was just like you she said you never could be still. Like she said she said you were always, always, uh, always running. Like she said, one time I almost ran into uncommon traffic, like just took off, almost made it go into premature labor one time. Um <laughs> like it was just I don't know, like I I just love I love I just love running and you know like Sometimes when I'm driving, like, and I see people running, like, I, I wish I, sometimes I wish that was me. Like, I, I wish I was doing. I wish I could get out of my car and go join them. Like, I love running just that much and not necessarily like, like all this other, like, you know, people, you know, like, I never, I never, like all this stuff hap- that has happened, like becoming an ambassador, traveling to Greece, joining these run clubs, doing the, like that, that was such an honor to do the the feature with Strava. Like I, the, just stuff like that. Like I never even thought that all this stuff would come from, from running. I just knew it was just something I love to do. And it, it makes me, it made me feel good. It makes me feel good. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I question myself that I ask myself that question all the time. If, if I ever will fall out of love with running, and I don't, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. I, I can't, see, can't see it. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's just a part of me. Like, um, even when I travel, if I travel, like, like uh, I always try to make sure, like, before I hit the destination, like, I always try to see if there's somewhere to run. I'm, I'm gonna run. Like, it's just. It's like second nature now. Like i almost it's just like taking taking a breath, you know? So
0: well, I hope you don't ever fall out of love with running because I love to follow your running. Uh you are very inspirational and make me want to get off my couch sometimes. So <laughs> uh, good. So all right, Ryan. Thank you so much for your time today. Right. And Thank you so much. And well, what? where can people follow you online?
1: Uh, Ryan underscore runs
0: underscore H-O-U. Okay, perfect. I'll tag you in the show notes as well. Thanks so much, Ryan.
1: No, thank you. Thank you.
0: As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Runners of Hue. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or however your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.